0: This is Fightin' monster, right? <laughs> the show about fighting monster, right? Right. Misa Adam. Misa Ali. And this is the episode that we're going to talk about
1: very serious topic here, and that is the Jar Jar Binks. Yes, specifically. Listen, hey, it's no secret that the woke Illuminati has ruined the Star Wars that I grew up with. Which is the, the prequels. Watto was my dad. Okay, <laughs> I grew up yeah. with Star Wars. Watto is my dad. Um, those little guys that work in the store—those are all my uncles. Ah, uh, Ali. Ah, that was delightful. I I d do, I don't know how to yes <laughs> hand the bit, but I'm very happy about it. And I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. Uh but yeah, uh, we are, this this episode will be talking about uh all the episode one uh, casts, but specifically uh the Misalorian. Making Jar Jar Binks less embarrassing.
1: Because here's the thing. If there's if we're having a dearth in Star Wars quality projects, if it's everything's just like Season 5 of Rebels, a show that I never saw until I saw it to watch Ahsoka, like it's Jar Jar's time to shine now.
0: Yeah, yeah, look. look. <laughs> yeah, we we go back, we fix Boba Fett <laughs> every time I say a verb as it has a quotes around it for the record. Yeah. We fix Han Solo. <laughs> we fix uh we fix R2D2. It's time to fix Jar Jar. Is there an R2D2 show? I guess BB-8 is is my thoughts on fixing R2D2. Oh,
1: well, more round. Honestly, my, more rounds. <laughs> that's a great note. <laughs> I do like that a lot. <laughs> uh, he's he's a little cuter. He's a little like more compact. Remember when? Uh, remember when? Like the trailer just showed up and everyone was like freaking out, like "Whoa, round R2D2!" What? Yeah, I recall that. And then you were all like. Uh, people already have BBA Christmas ornaments, and, uh, and it's like, you don't know that this guy isn't going to say the N-word. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it, it, people
0: were all in on this guy that they knew nothing about. For the record, he was adorable, and it, it worked out fine for them. But I'm just... just, It was a... It didn't seem like a safe bet to me. <laughs> Which reminds me of the, uh, the sequence in... Oh, it's at, uh Fanboys, where the, a guy gets a, a... Seth Rogen gets a back tattoo of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> like, in prep for the film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because as, as kind of the joke of that. Yeah, uh, Jar Jar Binks. Much hated at the time of the release of this movie. Mm. Uh, because uh, I was called a bit that doesn't kind of... That lands really well for the preschool and up... And slightly up audience.
1: Yeah, it's like, this is a silly frogman for your space movie,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah, we're we're really proud of our CGI capabilities nowadays, and we're gonna show that off in this character. He's gonna be a main character, and yeah, yes, he has an annoying voice, but so did Yoda, and yes, he gets into all kinds of kooky situations, but so did C-3PO, uh, but you kind of take the worst aspects of those characters, and... uh uh, do them on their own, and you get this kind of bumbling uh, guy who, who talks like this. Well, this. There you go. Corrected. <laughs> yeah, so, Sorry, my, my Gunganese mm. is uh is basic. Uh, literally.
1: So, yeah, that's uh,
0: that <laughs> I think it's the, the language specifically.
1: Yeah the <laughs> the Star Wars version of common is basic or English. Mm. I could have said to use a real world <laughs> yeah. example. It,
0: yeah, his his sure his dialogue might sound like George Lucas trying to impress upon a young niece or nephew. Hmm. <laughs> a uh, a a character who's
1: more bomb bomb interesting. <laughs> yeah, and look, like we Adam, let me ask you a question. Yes. Did you ever actually hate Jar Jar Binks, or were you just going along with whatever like everyone five years older than you said about Star Wars and whatever red letter media put out a video about?
0: Uh, here's when I found out that that Jar Jar like was was no good. It wasn't when I was seven when I first watched Episode One. It wasn't when I was eight when I when the second time I watched Episode One. Uh, it wasn't like when I was thirteen I watched Episodes Two through Six. It was like, after that when I started listening to Star Wars, like, podcasts and things like that, and and it, like, kind of, word got out, and I was just like, oh, people, okay, yeah, no, I, I I see where they're coming from. That was kind of when it was uh, revealed to me, when I heard more from the fandom at large.
1: Yeah, it was never, like, an original thought that I actually had, Mm. it was all just, like, parroting stuff to try and get vic to like me
0: yeah well uh, us being i guess was it um like i said six and seven when it came out yeah <laughs> like no i i felt directly in the target audience i remember i recall laughing a little bit and chuckling at the things that this weirdo was doing
1: i liked the or bit.
0: just taking him at face value at least at the very least
1: yeah i liked the bit where he said his tongue was fat
0: yeah, yeah, the tongue,
1: he steps in poop. It's great, if you're, like, that age. I never liked the stuff with the poop. I didn't like the stuff with the farts, but that's because I still don't think that's funny. I'm the only person yeah. in the world who doesn't think that.
0: Listen, I, I'm with you. I had an extensive rant about Good Burger 2. Mm. How, <laughs> how like, you know, fart jokes are the antithesis of this operation. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's it, it's, a, it's a blast for the kiddies in there. Uh, people take him all too se- <laughs> people took him to too all too seriously, which is I think the great idea for this premise here is that let's take Jar Jar a little too seriously.
1: Yeah, like people took that so seriously, and there was just like so much hate for Jar Jar Binks, and it was like, how dare my childhood be sexually assaulted? The, that I heard that phrase so many times, really over the course of my actual childhood like yeah fucking wow south park and fucking like people said that who were not yet born when the original trilogy came out <laughs> they were, right right yeah it was like what you're in your childhood now and mm. it's like oh gosh and then like you find out like later the the poor guy got bullied so much for it and got like fucking like such a blasting in the media and he had all this promise and everybody on set was loving it. And then like in the final edit, it just like didn't sell well for the fucking star Wars lore mega nerds. And he almost killed himself.
0: Yeah. I'm at best, right? Yeah. That's the, the actor that portrayed Jar Jar who like, you know, is, has had a wonderful kind of, um, I guess uh, that is one of the good things I've come out of this kind of prequel reevaluation. Where people was like, no, you guys were fucking mean, way too mean to this normal-ass man. Yeah. Who's just doing his, like, job. Uh, and people still, like, uh, are really shitty with that when it comes to Star Wars actors mm-hmm. and, and stuff. Getting all, some of the worst, uh, some of the meanest, like, kind of fans that I know of. You will never
1: find a more wretched hive of <laughs> scum and villainy.
0: Yeah, they, like... Mic drop. They never realize that... that that they had become the, uh, that they, they, they sliced into that Darth Vader in the swamp and
1: saw themselves. Yo, bars. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> nobody, nobody said when they were fucking tearing Jar Jar's ass apart, no one said, I have a bad feeling about this. And if they had. <laughs> yeah, it would be, it'd be a different story here. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, what Jar Jar Bing's. Is. let's go back in universe okay uh georgia binks is a gungan an otala gungan yes
0: there are two different kinds some look like just regular old natalie portman's
1: no some of them look Uh-oh. like boss nass adam <laughs> boss nass is the an ancora <laughs> gungan and that is the other kind
0: <laughs> wait you think huts they're not all natalie portman and georgia aren't like the same species? No!
1: No, they're not! <laughs> what do you mean?
0: Did you think that- Doesn't the- she wear the giant, like, hats and headgear and face paint to hide her Gungan features?
1: <laughs> no. At the Naboo are, like, the humans who are on this planet, which are probably, like, colonizers. <laughs>
0: yeah, actually. Based on
1: the fact that they're everywhere else and the Gungans are only there.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> we did it, folks. We hit the
1: We hit the colonization. Record time. So, he is an Otala Gungan, which, unlike the Ankura Gungans, are, like, thinner, more orange, their big ear flaps are bigger, they're more Mm -hmm. nimble. I I
0: see him more as a salamander to, like, the the toads.
1: Yes. Mm Newt-like, even. Yeah, newts, but with, like, regular-ass teeth. So, according to the canonical timeline... Hmm? Into into time and space. B B Y. Fifty two years before the Battle of Yavin, before Episode Four. Yeah, fifty two years. Uh, according to Legends continuity, Jar Jar Binks is born at that time in the Gungan city of Otagunga inside uh Lake Ponga on the planet Naboo. <laughs> And at the age of 20, in 32 BBY, he is exiled for being clumsy. Which, in this case, means crashing Boss Nass's personal hay blibber submarine. Mm-hmm. And then one week later, one week into his exile, uh, he meets a man named Liam Neeson. And his life changes forever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's also That also feels kind of good, too, because... Like, oh guys! In the events of the movie, he's fucking twenty. Okay, chill. Mm. Like this is, like you know, he's in his like improv, like like college career. <laughs> you're, you're right. I was that embarrassing when I was twenty. <laughs> yeah, who who wasn't? Yeah, he's, he's trying it out. He's trying out. He's got like the like a half mullet, mm. like you know, goatee going on. Like he's like. Just give him a
1: sec. Gets to, to sort himself out. Yeah. Can you put the uh, the speech from Taken into the Gungan translator? This is an exciting. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. This is an exciting thing that we've discovered is that Adam has access to a Gungan translation matrix. So he's just typing it in now.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who you saw. <laughs> Shit, <hang on>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got this.
0: Me have a very particular set of skills. Skills Misa acquire over a very long go career. Skills that make Misa a nightmare for people like, like in Yusa. If Yusa let daughter go now, that'll be sa the ending of it. Me no looking per Yusa, me no pursue Yusa, but if Yusa know, me will look in. Yusa, me will find Yusa, and me will kill him, Yusa. Fantastic. Yeah, there you go. I
1: was taken with that performance.
0: Or as Jar Jar might say,
1: taken. Okie day. So, (laughs) uh, over the course of The Phantom Menace, lots of stuff happens to Jar Jar. We've seen the films, we all know, but basically the short version is he ends up a senator. And... (laughs) Which is, which is great. He's a senator for ten years, too. Yeah, so ten years <laughs> pass. And yeah. uh, Binks, now a junior representative in Naboo's delegation to the Galactic Senate at the suggestion of Senator Mon Mothma, who is an Andor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Binks comes to prominence when senator, when senator Amidala is forced into hiding by the assassination attempts depicted in Attack of the Clones. Several more experienced politicians manipulate him into thinking that the creation of the Grand Army of the Republic is exactly what Senator Amidala would want, and he proposes giving Chancellor Palpatine uh, emergency powers, which, of course, is the precursor to dictatorship.
0: Yeah. So if it wasn't if it wasn't bad if his just general attitude wasn't bad enough, he also gave Palpatine the keys to power.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Senator! <laughs> <Reps-a-do. laughs> Lisa, make another emperor. So between twenty two BBY and nineteen BBY, the events of uh, the Clone Wars cartoon take place, and Jar Jar's in a couple episodes of that. Um, he does a flip and uh things <laughs> like that.
0: Yeah, I recall way back when on that Star Wars podcast, there was like a the voice, the original voice of Jar Jar was not like I'm at best; mm. it was some like pretender. Like like someone that they like, that they hit whose identity that they hid,
1: and they were like trying
0: to hunt down. That seems wrong. Now that I think about it, after what happened,
1: Phil Lamar stepped in uh, a couple of times oh, right. just because Ahmed Best was just so fucked up from all the criticism. Yeah, no, I get it. So yeah, uh, but uh, yes. Uh, following the Clone Wars, following the Clone Wars in 19 BBY, Binks becomes part of the delegation of 2000, a group of senators who formally oppose Palpatine's accumulation of executive power and formally demand he return the emergency powers that he was granted at the beginning of the Clone Wars. The events of Revenge of the Sith take place.
0: So he's not only a ba- he's not only like a, a politician. He's a bad politician who who
1: renegs on his original stances. I don't think that makes him a bad politician, though. I think he was just, he was just tricked because he was not an experienced politician. I guess that's bad. But, like, you know, it wouldn't be great if he doubled down on something that he fucked up on.
0: Yeah, I guess it's a good thing that he kind of uh, realized his mistake.
1: Yeah, and now that Padme is present, like, she can, you know, she can be like, you had them do what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was busy wearing my dominatrix outfit and talking to Anakin about how we couldn't be together and then a tiger scratched open my, uh, my midriff and awakened Allie's sexuality.
0: Like other uh, famous politicians. Yeah.
1: I saw that happen uh, in like the last time I saw Attack of the Clones and I was like, oh no, that's why. <laughs> oh no. Uh, from Star it, Wars? <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs> it's pretty great. Sure. It's pretty, it's it's pretty, it, it tracks, you
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, 26 years pass. Mm-hmm. And uh, during that time, the events of the original trilogy take place. And in 5 ABY, five years after the Battle of Yavin, so shortly after Return of the Jedi, and uh, also, I think, shortly after the Battle of Jakku, uh, the events of a Star Wars novelization called Aftermath occur. Mm. So this is the current, most, uh, like, latest status. Last
0: time that we see the Jar Jar. In canon, yes.
1: Yeah. So, Binks, exiled yet again for his role in The Rise of the Empire, performs on the streets of Thede. He's popular with children, but frustrating to adults. Just like in real life. Just like real life. Yeah. One day, he encounters Mapo, a refugee from the Golis Station, a refueling depot in orbit around the gas giant Golis. The Empire abandoned the station and destroyed it on their way out as a scorched earth ploy. Mapo survived at the cost of uh, at the cost of, receiving severe burns over half of his face. He lost an ear and uh, most of his arm, and he survived, but his parents did not. He was about 10 years old at the time. Hmm. So, after a conversation, Binks agrees to take Mapo in under his wing as his apprentice in clowning and uh, vows to make the galaxy smile again
0: together. We will rule the streets as clown and clown
1: <laughs> That's not true. that's impossible.
0: <laughs> Search your you know it to be true no do do.
1: Anyway, so eight years pass, and in the year 13 A.B.Y. Binks turns 65, which, according to legends, continuity is the expected Gungan lifespan. Oh no! Then there's a further 22 years, and then we hit 35 A.B.Y., which is the rise of Skywalker, which is the end of the current canon timeline. Yes. So this is our window. I see. I see. This is this is our window. This is our Mace window. So, he's also alive. So, um, we have a couple opportunities for where to put, for where to set this. Because we want to do a Disney Plus thing for Jar Jar. We want to do some streaming stuff. You know how he loves streams.
0: <laughs> he, he loves them so much. Have you seen the way he flips for these streams?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we've got a couple windows that we can do. We could do before Phantom Menace. And there's about 20 years of Jar Jar's, like, rise and adolescence and such.
0: Where he where he gives uh, he votes to give uh, Dave Filoni executive
1: powers. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's what happened, doesn't it? <laughs> then we have yep. after the Phantom Menace, where he acts uh, as like a a rising senator. Mm-hmm. Then we have the twenty six years after uh, Revenge of the Sith, where I suppose he's still in the Imperial Senate for a bit until he gets kicked out. Okay, he's uh, he's then exiled for his role in the rise of the Empire. I think
0: I think that's a good. Period to to deal with Jar Jar in, not just that's the most popular uh, Star Wars Disney Plus like era, but because <laughs> specifically uh, an exiled Jar Jar is a Jar Jar with like nothing to lose. Mm. I think he could be beco- he can fill all kinds of different uh, odd jobs and roles.
1: Truly, well, and then afterwards we have the New Republic era. So like mm-hmm. the eight years after the eight years between his last canonical appearance and the fall of the Empire. And uh when he turns sixty five and dies immediately
0: that's your that's your old man jar jar that's your that's your Logan but instead it's like Gungan. Oh, that's it. that's it <laughs> yeah okay the the exploring the the death of Jar. jar. should we cover the that, that uh that tale last year and talk about some of the adventures he's up to before then?
1: Yes, I think so because I've got about six ideas
0: <laughs> all right uh why do you you pitch
1: some of them? over here so the first idea that i have here is something that you may also have because i think we talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. uh essentially breaking binks yeah
0: yes yeah it's it's pretty good yeah uh he gets big um what's it after i, I suppose at a uh <laughs> he has financial struggles after no longer being a a senator mhm And, uh, has to turn to selling, what, death sticks on the open markets.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. And, like, Elan Selsabagno is his Jesse. Or maybe he's Jesse Mm. and Elan is Walter White. Because Elan Selsabagno, my favorite Star Wars character, is, uh, he is, like, a doctor who's stealing medical supplies to help manufacture these death sticks.
0: (laughs) Oh, right. Nice.
1: Yeah, no, he's got a backstory, too.
0: Although, if he is the Walter White, then, uh... (laughs) <laughs> then it'd be, the one who knocks.
1: Yeah, yeah. This pitch is mostly... The reason why Jar Jar's gotta be Walter White is that it's mostly based around how funny it is to say Breaking Bad lines as Jar Jar. Misa the cook. Misa be cooking now, Okie Day. Misa be the one who's knocking. Misa danger. <laughs>
0: You're so goddamn orky day.
1: <laughs> okay, that's... Alright, so this is the idea. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I
0: think this is good. I think he's definitely had a, uh, a run-in with the drug trade. That's the thing. Jar Jar also can functionally be the uh, uh, Forrest Gump of Star Wars. Mm. <laughs> and just bumble his way behind the scenes. And uh, and into and out
1: of certain important events. So I've got a couple different title pitches for this. Okay. So Breaking Binks, obviously. We got Breaking Bomb Bad.
0: Oh, that, that's, yeah, I think that's got to be it. Do uh, you have any others? Death
1: Sticks. Yeah. I was thinking about like, you know, water cooler. Like, did you see the Star Wars thing? Did you see the episode of Andor? Did you see the episode of Ahsoka? Did you see the episode of Death Sticks? They really did Jar Jar great in this one.
0: Yeah, Death Sticks might be the most uh, marketable of the kind of the solo name. They're not just gonna call it like fucking Binks.
1: Yeah, I mean, they could.
0: (laughs) I think a Jar Jar property is better as a, uh, what's it like, like an undercover like pilot's. Mm. Like, it's secretly Jar Jar. We won't tell anyone that on the tin. It looks like just another Andor. But then, no, wait, Jar Jar is secretly the, uh, the protagonist.
1: Yeah. I was talking about how in Andor they have this arc that's like a very, like, tightly written, like, sci-fi thriller about this space prison that just so happens to be in Star Wars. And then, spoilers, but not really spoilers, because we all know that Rogue One is a thing. Andor eventually breaks out of this prison and he just, like, runs into some, like, big CGI monsters who are, like, mucho bumpo money for escape prisoner bumpo. And it's, like, this is the thing about Star Wars is there's these, like, sci-fi premises and these, like, high fantasy kind of premises of, like, the force and the dark side and the light side and all that stuff and the Christianity and the Satanism, which is the only two religions that ever have existed ever in all of space and time. Don't look it up, but it's true. And then, oh, like, if you go, like, two steps to the left, it's Wumpa Bumpa Worlds.
0: <laughs> yeah, you never, you're never too, like, more than a storm's throw away from a Bumpa Wumpa. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, what else?
1: Uh, another idea that I had, and uh, I'm saving my best idea for almost the last year. No? Um, other idea I had was All the Chancellor's Men. Okay. This guy was a senator, or a representative. hmm So, I was thinking political thriller. And it's like, well, everybody already knows that Chancellor Palpatine, Chancellor Palpatine, I'm not going to say the word Chancellor normally, gang, (laughs) that Chancellor Palpatine is scheming to overthrow the Republic and bring about the Empire and stuff. Everybody already knows that. But when all the president's men came out, everybody knew that Watergate had just happened. Yeah, I guess that's a fair point. So this is less of a full idea and more of just like a point. Like, maybe Jar Jar could be Deep Throat, maybe Mon Mothma... Does something. I don't know. It's funny if it's just like two reporters that are investigating like rumors of Palpatine's plans, and then like they go to a parking garage, and it's like, who is Deep Throat? And it's clearly Jar Jar Binks, but we act like it's hard to tell. <laughs> Miss um, the one you're looking for.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, uh, that that is very funny to have
1: Jar Jar in that kind of informant role. Yeah, he just like freaks out and runs away, and the cloak falls off of him. Oh Ursa you not seeing nothing <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, this also gives us jar jar during order sixty six which I don't know if I like <laughs> that or not because it's like this comedy scene, and also we're acutely aware meanwhile that this is true actually uh Ahmed best in live action form in his regular human shape uh plays mm. a jedi named Keller and Beck who started out in the like quasi not really canonical like children's game show like what do you know about star wars where he's like playing this character who's in the jedi temple and stuff yeah yeah and in the mandalorian season three they reveal that that character is canonical to star wars and he is the jedi who saved baby yoda
0: which is uh, a great a great payback for uh all the kind of years of, of badness honestly fantastic
1: yeah good job good job on them that. that was a good move uh, but, yeah, this is not really a fully-fledged idea. But neither is the other... Neither is really the other one. Um, speaking of bad ideas, A Gungan of Thrones. You see, I've only seen one TV <laughs> show. So, what if it's about Game of Thrones, but it's in Odagunga and Boss Nass? And, uh. Yeah, yeah, I I tried to make this work
0: uh, myself a little bit. It, it's the... I thought it might be a little more uh, in line with what's going on in... Uh, yeah, he has a brief visit to Tatooine. Mm. And it's like uh he maybe it's a bit more of a uh oh god a a Dunkin' Egg story than a Game of Thrones one. But his uh That fits better. At the pod race, uh who's there but uh the the big boy himself, Job of the Hutt? Mm. Mm. <laughs> and he he sees this uh this goofball getting involved in like, you know, a stick in his face and the the electricity between the the engines and, and all this stuff. And he's the one that kind of recruits Jar Jar to be a... Uh, well, Jar Jar thinks is a regular gig, but instead is a, like, a jester of sorts to this uh, this mob boss.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: so so it, it's a... You see, like, this kind of underworld politics from the perspective of uh, the the worst person to, to be involved in this. Uh, I, I saw it as almost an alternate history thing where he becomes, like, the... Uh, what's it, Your who's the little, the screamy fella in, in, in Jabba's, uh, Jabba's palace? Salacious Crumb. He has, like, a Salacious Crumb arc here. Okay. <laughs> Where he, he lets loose and, and does, like, all that kind of stuff. That's, uh, that's what I was thinking of. But, yeah, the rest of it, uh, it's hard. It's hard. There's no, uh, there's very few Gungan families established. Except if we want to start talking about Jar Jar's dad.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's mention Jar Jar's dad, actually.
0: Uh, canonically, Jar Jar has a dad whose name is George R. Binks. This is not canon, this is
1: Legends. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm playing the role <laughs> of Disney exec right now.
0: Yeah, in Star Wars Tales 20, a, uh, a non-canonical Dark Horse comic, <laughs> um, G- George R. Binks was a whaler. which, hey, shout out to Juniary the Revenge, mm-hmm. the last episode.
1: Oh yeah, we did mention <laughs> that part. Well, this is kind of the revenge because it's like, you know, the revenge for... The Jedi don't take revenge, so this is Return of the Binks. Can we change the title? Return of the Binks. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, Binks and Sun Whaling Company gets taken down by a whale. Hmm. Uh, the clumsiness of Jar Jar is at fault here for the the sinking of their ship, and they get marooned on a desert. Uh, George is driven to madness by his uh, his nonsensical son. It it's weird. It's weird. There's a George R. Binks attempt suicide, and his wife comes to him in a vision and says, Think about your son! And when he thinks about his son, he pulls the trigger. Uh, but only grazes himself, and uh, is kind of cursed with having a son as as nonsensical as George R. Basically, they have a very negative relationship. And I vote that we have a that sometime in the past there was a reconciling between the two of them in a kind of Goofy movie-style adventure. Okay, yes.
1: Good. Yes. I mean, hey, I'm glad we came up with the same idea. Like, for the first time ever we've seen it eye to eye. I also had this idea. Great. Because Goofy is one of George Lucas's original inspirations for Jar Jar.
0: Yes. Uh, Really, that's what I I think we both had the same uh, thought bubble.
1: I just watched a Goofy movie for the first time. Oh, nice. Like, one hour ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Uh,
1: it's a good, good movie, right? Honestly, yeah. I mean, why did not nobody <laughs> tell me that Stacy was the coolest character that's ever been put to film? Well, there you have it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, interesting point about the you'll... music, though. You know why it sounds so good? I, 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 why is that? So, the lead singer is Tevin Campbell, who is mm-hmm. Prince's protege. Uh, on the backing vocals is Rosie Gaines, who is a frequent collaborator with Prince. Prince's producer produced it, and they recorded it in Paisley Park, which is Prince's home studio. This is a secret Prince song.
0: <laughs> uh, that that does, uh, yeah, it's, it's like all the Prince ingredients, but without the, uh, the writer of the ingredients.
1: So that's fine. Yeah. So, I mean, I had the idea that, like, it's Jar Jar's... It's Jar Jar as Goofy And also his son But (laughs) but if it's George Binks and Jar Jar Then like what's weird about that is Then it's gotta be like Jar Jar As Max
0: It's a bit of a a Reverse Goofy movie (laughs) In the fact that the, uh, The dad is the one that's grumpy At his son And has to kind of come around To his way of seeing things Okay or have or, or come to accept him and, and meet a, meet each other in the middle. Hmm. See, so, uh, Maybe it, it does feel a little bit more like a uh, Del Toro Pinocchio, now that I'm thinking about it.
1: Oh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Their relationship, yeah. See, I was thinking that it was, like, I was thinking we pitched this as a live-action remake of a Goofy movie, except <laughs> it ties into the Star Wars IP. You gotta speak the language.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, that's that's a really good idea actually. Yeah. Yeah, instead of just being a bunch of dogs in the world, it's a bunch of assorted
1: Star Wars characters. Yeah, no,
0: it, it 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 slaps.
1: And when I had the idea that uh Jar Jar was Goofy and Jar Jar's as of yet unrevealed son was Max. Like the problem with this is look, I got to be honest, there's two it,
0: kinds is, is it the the emperor bloodline problem? Where it's like, we can't see Jar Jar Binks in this setting.
1: Well, we also don't see Goofy Fuck. <laughs> like, we know. Like, yeah, we, we can we get it. Yeah, it happened off screen, but like, we don't, nobody thinks about that. We just don't redress it. <laughs> but here's the thing. People have, like, people talk to me all the time about how they had crushes on Max and Roxanne, like nobody's business. So how on earth are we going to make these Gungans hot?
0: Oh, okay. Gloves. First of all, interesting. <laughs> the glo- the gloves help because they turn something that is uh, not looking like gross to look at into something that, like, oh, I can imagine a human hand under there. Hmm. And the same, you know, the same method of a- animation. It's what gave him, you know, some-, some personality there. What if it's traditional animation? Okay, traditional animation, a two D. Uh, Jar Jar is not a bad move. Uh, honestly, it, it's a very it's a fu- it's a very funny thing to do to one of like the most CG characters ever.
1: Oh yeah, it is. So,
0: yeah, like like if you're talking about like CG like trailblazing characters, Jar Jar is like on that list. Mm-hmm. So that'd be a that'd be a, <laughs> a neat way to take him. Uh, okay. Now let me hit you I with think this. That the, yeah, Boss Nass is Pete. Boss, that very good. That that's a that's an excellent Pete. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'd have a a follow-up for that. You don't need to. Okay, good. Uh, So, okay, he's he's a great Pete. I think uh, the Goofy characters look great because of their big eyes. Big expressive eyes with their little pupils bouncing around. Not Mm. not Jar Jar's, like, kind of very, almost, like, scientifically makes sense. Uh, Like, little lizard eyes. He has very expressive eyes. You think so? I think they're beady. I he think has, they're itty-bitty. He has very expressive eye stalks. Ah, yeah. I I would lose the eye stalks. I would grow the eyes to a point where you don't even see the, the stalks anymore.
1: Okay, well, yeah, if we're talking about cartoonifying the design, then that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'm, what I'm trying to realize. I'm trying to bridge the gap between Jar Jar and Goofy. And I think just just i'm staring at this stupid uh stupid headshot on on wikipedia or as it is nowadays wokepedia wokepedia whoa you got the rainbow logo that means yeah. gay uh but his fucking headshot here his linkedin profile pic they're too he i don't like looking at him i don't i don't
1: i don't I don't like the color of his eyes. I don't like his little sauron-colored eyes. Well, maybe I'm the wrong person to ask. How are we going to make the Gungans hot? I'm, <laughs> yeah, I should. You know what? Yeah, let's go with what Adam is saying for this one. Honestly, if we're talking about mainstream appeal here,
0: yeah, uh, making him hot, I, I guess, uh, less lanky. Uh, <laughs> my, my my lanky buddies. Uh, I apologize, but it's not a, it's not the look that uh, that makes it happen. Adam, oh, you okay. yourself are lanky. I know. I'm, I'm speaking from experience. You okay, hey, so. hey, hey, <laughs> hey 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 hey
1: hey
0: uh, hey. Okay, uh, I think the gunk general—that's also of his like subspecies. You mm. remember him in the big fight?
1: Oh yeah, he's got a mustache.
0: I was about to say the mustache. I think is a is a good look. Oh yeah. That's a yeah. I think that'd be the way to kind of uh to to fix up his kind of appearance a bit. Hmm. Uh, reinvent yourself.
1: <laughs> Go to the, the next year of college. Yeah. So, uh, other idea that I have. The Goofy movie was my best idea.
0: Uh, actually, uh, it, it, it's, part, it's part of an idea here, but I think it's a... Uh, Jar Jar should start smoking. Oh, yeah. Uh, b- primarily to get, so to uh, rasp up his voice. <laughs> and I think he would sound immediately cooler
1: and better and get, have more appeal. Uh, now... I mean, people talk a lot about how, and this is false, but people talk a lot about how Jar Jar embodies Jamaican stereotypes. Hmm. So I feel like that might cause a problem there. Also, Disney does mm-hmm. not want to show its characters smoking.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, but perhaps about the death sticks. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's the thing. So uh, uh, one of the uh, the concepts I had here was for a kind of uh, a grizzled like forties det- film noir detective uh, taking place in. Uh, in Coruscant.
1: Mm. Well, that ties in really well with uh, All the Chancellor's Men.
0: Yes, yes. The Sicilius, James. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, so, yeah,
1: something something of that era would be good. Uh, What's your next idea? My next idea is the killing Jar Jar. (laughs) Okay, it's a... uh,
0: It's part of that uh, kind of Jar Jar the Villain... Uh, popular theory from uh, about eight years ago or so, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, this, like the Breaking Bad pitch, started out with the realization that Joker lines as Jar Jar are also very funny. Ah, uh, that's... Why say you being so more and more serious? <laughs> you be getting what you so fucking deserve now, okie <laughs> Leave fucking the <insane>. same. <laughs> <laughs> Make Jar Jar Bing say fuck is the main point of this episode. Yeah. yeah. So at some point during the original trilogy, Jar Jar discovers that Darth Vader is none other than Little Annie And seeks to use humor to break him of the hatred that fuels his connection to the dark side Upon being told that that's how the dark side works, he becomes convinced that this could actually work And he isn't completely actually wrong, but the force expert he gets the idea from has a bad feeling about this mm. And it kind of ends up working in reverse, and the futility of his efforts leads Jar Jar down the dark side And it is discovered that he's actually very gifted in the Force, but lacks the even temperament to wield the light side effectively. So once that is discovered, Vader experiments with the idea of taking on Jar Jar as an apprentice. It seems like a stupid idea, but it feels good to take something from Anakin Skywalker's childhood and corrupt it. And that naturally ends with Vader rejecting the whole idea as stupid and in retaliation. Binks, through Bugs Bunny antics, defeats Vader in combat and destroys some of the suit, fulfilling the role of two. Darth Jar Jar confirmed.
0: Yeah, there you have it.
1: There you have it. I think there's actually a rumor that a Star Wars version of What If is in the works, and I predict right here and now that if it comes to pass, Darth Jar Jar will be an episode of that.
0: Uh, I think. Well, first of all, I, I uh, that's a very good prediction. I think you you got it. Mm. Second of all, what's that gonna be though? Like, what <laughs> what does he do? What's he do? It's just it's just Star Wars, but the
1: Emperor's Jar Jar. Like, what what's happening here? It's less that he was puppeteering everything behind the scenes the whole time, and more just like this was how I ended up at the point B of Darth Jar Jar. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess.
0: Although if it, if they do the what if tri- treatment, the questions that they ask are not going to be any that I think people have ha- have done before. Mm. What if instead Yoda went to Hoth?
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, the movie is, like, 20 minutes sh- shorter. I mean, another story about a character descent from good to bad is Breaking Bad. So maybe you could fold this into those? Yeah,
0: it, it, that is the element that you're that you're missing there. And I think shows like Andor prove that you don't really need it. But, like, yeah, there's a whole Jedi-Sith, like, dichotomy type thing happening across all these movies. Mm. That, uh, yeah, it, if you're looking to expand a character, I think... Talking about Jar Jar and the Force it might be a way to for people to attempt to in, uh, endear him. Or, in your points, like, you know, yeah, make him the the villain you made him to be.
1: And my last idea here mm-hmm. is the Misa Lorian. Our, our
0: titular idea.
1: Yes. So, an older Jar Jar reflects on his life as he and his young apprentice Mapo travel from planet to planet learning the ways of the clown. So... <laughs> okay, so it, it's... So the episode, the pilot starts with the Empire's destruction of Gulo's station. Gulo, by the way, being the scientific name for Wolverine and being Latin for Glutton. Mm. So it's like the Empire's being greedy by destroying this refueling station. It's like a scorched earth thing. Like, no one can have it if we can't. I, th- I thought it was just the
0: uh, the gunkin' word for
1: gas. Could be. <laughs> so the first act of the episode is Mappo and Jar Jar meeting, deciding to make the galaxy smile again. Which, uh, we can change that wording. And, uh, right, and uh, they have their first adventure together as the circumstance of Jar Jar's second banishment come back to bite him, that's the pilot, and honestly, every one of these episodes can be just, like, Jar Jar, like, a framing device for Jar Jar to, like, reflect back on a life well-lived, and every one of these pitches <laughs> can be canon. That's... I
0: was hoping for that kind of uh, anth- anthology flashbackness mm-hmm. to all these ideas that we have here. Yeah, him bonding with his father, him being a grizzled detective in Coruscant, him, him politically plotting, and uh, like the time that he was Darth Vader's apprentice.
1: He's kind of a he's a clown, and so I just pictured yeah, like yeah. picture like the Pagliacci aria performed by Jar Jar Banks. That would be the biggest vocal ask of any person ever. <laughs> oh, no, 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 doctor. You used to be getting it muy, muy wrongo. misa bagliacci. <laughs> I was I, I was typing
0: it. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you, uh, you, hey, 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 gang. If you're listening out there, Guggen basic isn't hard. <laughs> you can kind of wing it most of the time. I think they did in the film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, if this ends yeah. like Logan... And Jar Jar Binks dies at the end because he's 65 now. Uh, first off, Mampo would be 18. So that's convenient because he's an adult. It's a birthday. <laughs> as soon as he turns 65, <laughs> it just like goes off like a light. Yeah. It's like the it's end stage of capitalism. <laughs> I, I always think it's funny when people
0: take like a fictional race and say, like, yes, your your natural lifespan is very short, is shorter than humans. Like, you are not going to live your your perspective is going to be
1: different but we're not going to explore it at all so there is no point. Now if Jartar dies yep. in the last episode, the first episode has to be about Boss Nass's funeral. <laughs> okay. It's like a
0: succession war is that is that what's going on here? Possibly. Boss Nass has all kinds of like, you know, assorted so- sons and daughters who are vying for his underwater
1: throne. Oh, that could be. We could do succession but with but with Boss Nass. <laughs> They're all going, like, at each other to prove who can be the bossest. Unlistenable. So, also, Mappo can deliver the last line of the series, which is the same as the end of Pagliacci. The comedy is finished. <laughs> that is uh, that is about rights, yeah. So, I've got titles here. We got the Misa Lorian. Got Jar Jar Gump, because that's kind of, like, in the context of like a flashback anthology thing the whole like all the political stuff kind of feels more Forrest Gumpy like you said. Yeah, yeah. We could also call it the working title for episode 2 which is Jar Jar's big adventure. But <laughs> ah, that's so- mm. it's good but it sounds too kiddy for the tone I'm going for here. Yeah. And now I have Misa, a Gungan's tale.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's really good. Just just Misa. Cuz that's the you know, listen. We 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 joke about how Jar didn't really land, but uh, that that little fella, he's a he's a branding machine. Mm. He's dropping catchphrases left and right. There's there's so many words and and phrases associated with him. There are. Yeah, it was something just as like just gunga gungan. I think Misa is really really actually kind of poetic.
1: That's also great because like I think the Mandalorian takes place around like four years into uh, Mappo's apprenticeship. Hmm. So like, Mandalorian and Grogu could show up. Grogu likes Jar Jar. The Mandalorian is sick of his shit. That's like you know, that's yeah boilerplate Mandalorian episode.
0: It's also like I do think it's a fun. Well, maybe this is coming from someone that has seen too much Keenan and Kel, but it is kind of fun to have a bumbling fella hmm. at the uh, at the heart of your uh, weekly <laughs> uh, sitcom or just a. It's easy to tell episodic tales with that kind of uh, literal, like pr- troublemaker. <laughs> like like a, a a problem
1: arises every t- every episode because of something that this fella did. I think a lot of the problems with like the more recent live action Star Wars stuff, like post Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. I think the problem there is that it takes itself very very seriously, muy muy seriously, even. How do you yeah. say "serious" in Gungan? Because uh, that's that's a a thing I came up on. Uh, serious. Oh, mm. more more serious. Maybe you'd, like put it in your mouth a bit. But um, excuse me. Well, you know when you say serious, <laughs> it, it's like you gotta like speak from like instead of you know instead of like putting it all the way up in your nose or like putting it all the way down in your chest, you just kind of like put it like directly over your tongue. My tongue, that's fact. <laughs> Well, all them. Hey, my my uh my Jar Jar is right next to my Stitch. I, mine too. Yeah, okay. Uh, maybe that's just Jar Jar. I re- I realized also, Lilo and Stitch the series. It's a show where everybody's everybody calls each other cousin, and they find the monsters one true place. What does that sound like to you? <laughs> that's that's very fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> Going to tell my kids this was Finding Monster, right? Dibs yeah. on Stitch. I don't know why. I don't know why I said I wanted to be stitched there, but I did. <laughs> Al, you're the stitch of my heart. You are the Lilo of my brain. Ah, oh, thank you. You're welcome. I don't know if that works. So. um, Oh, yeah, but, like, it takes itself so self-seriously. Maybe we need, like, something to kind of take the seriousness out of it. You know, in the original trilogy, you have Han Solo rolling his eyes at everything. Maybe in this, we have, like, The Mandalorian rolling his eyes at everything.
0: I, I think it's okay. I think that people don't realize that this is part of the Star Wars DNA. Mm. <laughs> that That, like, like, every one of the movies has some, uh, like, a goofball, in a way. <laughs> uh, there's some, uh, usually, like, you know, the, in the first trilogy, it's C-3PO. Is like the one to that for like the kiddies to laugh at. The first character on screen, and he's very important to it. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of people like uh, erase that character from it, and it's a, an issue. Yeah. Uh, I think that's having the that's the importance of Jar Jar is that he fills a similar role of like you need the comic relief and it, it the series sounds like it's going to function that that way to like the all like the series uh that are in this era. Mm. Yeah, like it, it's something you yeah, something lights of the laugh at something to uh uh to redeem the character by spending more time with him. Uh I, that that's the thing about Jar Jar. I, I think that in this main story he's I get why he's an annoy- he's annoying while the Jedi are trying to do their thing he might actually benefit from that what I've described before as the like the protagonist mantle Mm. that uh, a a couple of these like Disney Plus series are like cursed with like Loki or Boba Fett Loki, Boba Fett uh, you say the same thing about Black Panther 2 it's like oh the fun character who becomes the protagonist is all of a sudden has to do all the important protagonist things that's a great thing for a character who's talking like this
1: (laughs) you're right yeah
0: yeah uh to redeem him redeem him by giving him having him actually have to fill the protagonist
1: role in a story could definitely work stepping into the weird three-toed shoes of a protagonist
0: yes uh backflipping several times into (laughs) into those shoes
1: well i think we have a solution here we do and it's to do whatever i said Final rating place. (laughs) Alright, George,
0: George R. Binks. Uh, one out of ten. I hate him. Hate his guts. I always have. I hate him,
1: man. He ruined (laughs) my childhood retroactively by being a part of other people's childhood. I should get all the childhood. Me, fucking Stew, man. (laughs) Stew the Star Wars fan, man.
0: Uh, Let Let me tell you, no. Modern characters that exist mostly through CG that have this kind of staying power as Jar Jar Binks mm.
1: are very few and far between. Shrek. Well, Shrek was also from that time. Never mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like big staples like Shrek. I guess the most recent one I can think of is like Thanos, maybe. Oh, I guess. Uh, yeah. But yeah. like But besides that, Jar Jar is a uh, he's like an icon of this era. I'd put a, yeah, right beside Shrek in the kind of the, uh, we are in 99 to 2000. This is what, uh, the future of cinema is. Mm. He has an important role in that. Uh, and he is neat. No movie. Okay. Uh, I, I, I retract that. I can only think of one movie with an amphibious pr- protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Who uh, who kind of commands the uh, amounts of res- respect that that Jar Jar deserves?
1: Is uh, it Kermit the Frog? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but what about? No, you were right. Yeah, it's it. It's <laughs> I, I think uh, it, it
0: might be easy at first to look at Jar Jar and say like you know oh well all the what about this guy or <laughs> or that one and it's not. I'm sorry. I I feel like I'm ranting here and I don't have a a good point to to lead to. I'm gonna try and. Take that one more time. Go for it. He's a muri muri bamba. <laughs> I'll 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 leave it at that. He, look, character is great. He uh he. There's no character that trailblazed the way that he did. Uh, he uh, having a character that looked like him <laughs> as a major like blo- in a major blockbuster as a main character is not something that happens a lot. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is. I think kind of the result of uh, something that George Lucas found funny that not as many people did on screen, but that's okay. I think coming from George Lucas, it's kind of great. It's bomb, bud. It's like this guy... I'm not saying that he doesn't miss. He he clearly misses on occasion, but it's the same creative mind that came up with with all this other stuff, and he thought that this would be a fun addition. And I don't think that anyone... I don't think that it deserves any degree of hate that it has over the years. I think as a as a monster, Jar Jar Binks is very unique, memorable. You could pick him out of a lineup any day of the week, and that's uh, that's hard to do.
1: Yeah, I think that if I were giving him a score just based on like my own personal feelings, it would be like six out of ten. Yeah, i I think I'd agree with that, but.
0: I, like, significant, historical significance is something, but he's, you know,
1: he's a wet guy that has a long tongue. Yeah. I'll bump it up to an 8 out of 10 just for the retroactiveness of, like, how powerful uh, his character is. He's the voice of a generation. Um, (laughs) He's the true hero of not just Star Wars, but all cinema. Him and Nicole Kidman. Um Yeah, Jar Jar is literally bigger than Jesus. Uh, He is six foot five, and he can dunk. And that's something that I can't say about any other Star Wars character. So, yeah, well, that's, uh,
0: there you have it. And that brings us to the end of January the Revenge.
1: You ask forgiveness, I bring you sweet revenge. It was happier this time.
0: Uh, I, I think we did, uh, we got revenge on three different topics in three different ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm happy with where we landed, and I'm excited for next time when we uh, Wait. <laughs> experience love in a way that we haven't before.
1: <sighs> That's going to be one of those uncomfortable transitions. Uh, <laughs> real quick, <laughs> well, uh, do you want to look back uh, yeah. on, here's a thought. hmm now, at the end of our January episodes, we normally do, like, a little bit of a look back. Uh, we've done four Juniaries. Yes. And they all have Jaws titles. Yes. And there's only four Jaws movies. Or is there? Or is there? As you know, uh, Max
0: Spielberg, <laughs> uh, in the year 2015, would go on to direct <laughs> a very different Jaws film. <laughs> Uh, one featuring a massive in hollow max picture uh, jaws 19 as seen in back to the future part two
1: yeah so next year uh, you'll have to wait 11 months (laughs) to find out what the next January theme will be this time it's really really personal that's actually a very on-brand theme for us
0: (laughs) yeah no I, i i i dig it a lot this January monster is my fucking dad. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, hope you had a fun, fun time splashing with, in this time. This was also like our, I think it might be our first uh, January with actual like snow outside.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't it always seem to go, you know?
0: Eps- <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, share with a friend. Uh, check out the other episodes in our backlog and uh, join us on our Discord. It's been popping out off of it there
1: lately. Yeah, we've been having a great time over there lately. A lot of Spec Evo stuff.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> learn about the future through learning about the past. Yeah,
1: hope uh, hope everybody had some beachy vibes this January. Um, it's it's cold out there. It's gonna stay. Well, it's probably gonna warm up uh, immediately. Um, watch out for the inner circle. Oh yeah, uh, be aware. your good, Capros, Rise and shine. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> See you in February kids, bye.